All right, guys. Uh, well, we are back for uh, another BX D&D game. And let's go through and just introduce yourselves and your character. Let's start at the top of the list with uh, Adam. Yes, I have Nestor Nettles, the veteran medium, who is a cheerful elf. And just go down the list there if you guys are uh, seeing who's connected in the voice chat. Okay, I guess that makes me next. I am... Radnor the Large. I am a quite large individual who's very strong and very intelligent, but I'm a very large individual and don't move so well. <laughs> and I am uh, Jazban, the human locksmith who's joined this party. Uh, that's it, really. <laughs> Fair enough. And is anyone else using uh, Roll20? Yeah, I see somebody in there. Oh, I, I can sign back in again. You don't need to. Just uh, however you prefer to roll dice. You can do it in Discord. You can do it on Roll20. You can use physical dice. I'm not picky. I do sometimes have some graphics I throw up in Roll20, though. Um, so let's, uh, let's have a recap. Uh, just... Whatever you guys want to add, uh, we are starting off today's session. Uh, you are have found uh, a cellar of sorts that you just breached uh, a very difficult door, <laughs> I guess you could call it, uh, swollen shut from time and actually seems to have been pretty sturdy to begin with. And that's just been breached. But what's brought you to this point? Uh, well following the old man and his son and we got to a some kind of ruins on the near the swamp and we decided to explore i climbed up the wall the rest tried a more traditional route inside and we kind of split up for a little bit i got distracted by some clay vessels which have a liquid inside uh, and i was kind of messing around there and the other guys went off and, and found this door. Uh, upon hearing the commotion, I decided to join them. And um, we decided to use the uh, rotund member of the party to stand on the door and uh, let gravity do its work. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of my take on the events so far. Sure, anybody want to add anything? That's uh, that, that's that's pretty good, yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, all right, so you have breached this door. Um, Radnar is at the bottom uh, after a brief fall, where he seems to have suffered nothing but injury to his dignity. <laughs> it's quite dark down there, though. Just having a bit of the sunshine filtering in through the broken fortress uh, around you. Uh, this is some kind of keep, if you remember. This doesn't seem to be Tintagel proper. Jasmine right. brought you here first because this is kind of like the beginning of uh, the keeps, or excuse me, of Tintagel's land. This is like the outskirts. Radnar, uh, how are you down there? I'm all right. I'm all right. Just, I'll be fine. Would you... Uh up and dusting myself off what can i see anything looking around 
Uh, yeah, it uh, it appears to be stone worked down here. Uh, so it's not just like a root cellar or a place people would store like a cold store food. Uh, this has been worked stone walls, uh, towards the back. You can kind of make out something on the back wall. Maybe it's a door. Light doesn't go back far enough to tell. As opposed to just running around in the dark by myself, I'm going to tell everyone, you know, like how far it is down and what I'm seeing at this point. I think this is it guys. Do you, uh, would you like us to come down or would you like to come up, Radnar? Does it look like there is anything we we might be able to explore there? I think there's a lot to explore here. I think there's a door in one end, but uh, it's sort of in the dark region and I don't much feel like running around by myself in the dark. Chazban, what what do you think? Do you want to to go down all as a group or do you want to send one of us down to explore? Uh, I don't mind going down with him. I have some torches. Is it dark? Did he say? I have some torches in my backpack. Yes, it is dark here. I, I'm, I'm gonna. Um, I think I left my lantern up there. So please, somebody bring it down. And how how far is the drop down? It's not too bad. It's about ten feet. Let me lower down his uh, lower down his lantern. Yeah. I don't mind going down and uh, joining him. I'll, um, I've got my backpack with me. I'll, I'll pull a torch out, light it, and then I'll lower. If one of the guys holds me, one of the fighter types, and uh, just lowers me down, and I'll drop the rest of the uh, distance. Yeah, you do that easily enough. You have a lit torch in your hand. You said. Yes, that's right. All right, uh, so you drop into, well, I mean, it's it's hard to describe. You would say uh, a vault, perhaps, it's stone-worked walls, although um, you're coming down in the middle of the room, okay? It looks like at one time there was a set of rope and wood ladders that was attached uh, to where the door was that you dropped from, but it's long since rotted away. You can see the bits of it laying beneath you there. Um, on one side where Radnor was saying that there is possibly a door, uh, there in fact is a massive stone door, uh, that has thick iron chains, uh, crisscrossing it. Uh, it, it looks a little odd, but you are still at a, at a fair distance. It's a good 20, 30 feet away. This is a fairly large chamber. Uh, opposite that on the other wall, you see where some of the stone, has broken, has cracked over time, and it's exposing earth where it looks like there's there's low tunnels, like no more than two, three feet tall. It almost looks to you like animal, like an animal tunnel, animal den or an animal warren going into that wall. As a locksmith, I'm uh, kind of interested in the door. I'd, I'd probably head off in that direction. All right. What are the rest of you guys doing? I think uh, if it's all right, we'll have. Um, I assume Samaj is is still with us instead of in some sort of slumber. Right. He will stay with uh, Jao Zam up here with the mules. Uh, Jao Zam. Sure. 
uh, part of the agreement was he'd take you to the ruins, but he wasn't setting foot inside. Right. I they'll they'll uh, they'll cover the, our our exit up here, so I will I will descend as well, and uh, I uh, will cover facing the you said two or three foot tall holes. Yes, uh, they stand you know, about two two and a half, just under three feet tall. So I'll, I'll position myself in about the middle of the vault facing in that direction. Okay. Um, since you're paying more attention to them, there's definitely, a, there's definitely an odor coming through them. Um, smells a bit like uh, old urine. Very animally musky smell. I look for any fresh, uh, fresh scat or markings on the floor where we are. Uh, right where you are, well, you see the remains of the rotting rope and timbers. It used to be uh, a drop ladder that goes up to the ceiling. Uh, while mm. you're down here now, you can see it, it's it's going to be really difficult to get back up without having that rope there. Um, the walls are nowhere near where the opening is. Mm-hmm. But you really, other than some broken stone working here and there... Um, there's some racks on the walls that used to, it looks like they held uh, weaponry like spears and different kinds of hooks and guise arms, that sort of thing. Uh, this might have been some kind of rallying point or, or cachet of weaponry at some point. Most of that, though, is the wood has, has rotted. Uh, the iron is very rusty. Um, gentlemen, before we leave, sorry, go ahead. You're not really seeing scat or, or signs no scat. of recent okay. animals. Before we leave, gentlemen, I'd like to, to try to sense magic in the room, but uh, perhaps I can do that after you uh, you take a look at the stone door. Yeah. Um, I have my torch, so I, I'm i going to walk up to the door. You said it's locked by chains, so I'm, I'm going to look for anything uh, dodgy or dangerous. Well, uh, you're looking at the door. It's definitely <laughs> dodgy, as you put it, because the door itself very stone. Uh, there's no way on this side that it looks like it was meant to be open. Like there's no handles. There's nothing to open the door with. I mean, you see the seam there. Uh, the surface is is flat, featureless. There's nothing carved into it. It looks like afterwards like not built into the door originally someone has bolted eyelets around the frame of the door and on the door and has ran this very thick iron chain uh crisscrossing the door and uh, the edges of the door that's definitely an after effect though that was not part of the original construction does it look like an original door was replaced or or it was an opening that was bricked up, so to speak? It's a good question, but no, the stone seems to match the stone of the walls. So unless they quarried it from the same place, at, you know, around the same time, you think this was all original. The door was all original, but the chain and the chain mounts were not. They were added much later. As a matter of fact, um, you being a locksmith, and having to have worked with blacksmiths and knowing your way around iron a bit, uh, these iron chains are, you know, they couldn't be down here for more, more than a decade or so. This is recent. Hmm. 
and there's nothing visible like a, a padlock or anything on the chains it's literally just no chains. the chains actually the uh the master link um has been uh has been fired or welded shut so there's no this was never intended to be opened again as far as you can tell because there's no lock holding the chain together it's all been uh annealed together so it's all one piece i'd like to just check around the door frame or just check for any other any other means of ingress or anything like that Okay. Uh, I roll those checks for you. Uh, <laughs> you don't know how badly you failed or succeeded. Uh, you don't feel anything else around the door that your eyes aren't seeing, but as you kind of graze the surface of the door, where it looks otherwise flat and featureless, you are picking up a very faint. There's something engraved on the door, but it's very faint. I'd like to... Well, I'll, I'll get my torch and I'll put my eyes right up close and maybe scrape away any dirt or dust and uh, try and make out the lettering or, or what it is that's engraved. Yeah, it, it's some kind of uh, sigil. Looks, it looks like it's probably a circle uh, with some marks in the middle and at the edges. It's not in any language that uh, you're familiar with, though. Actually, you don't even know that it's a language. It looks like mostly angles and marks and geometric patterns. Uh, I, well, I, I turn around to um, uh, Radnor and I, uh, Radnor, come and have a look at this. What do you make of this? I'll go move up a little bit and take a look. Um, it takes me 10 minutes to do the, the uh, magical stuff. Yeah, just to kind of refocus yourself so that you can see magic. I will do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Radnor goes into his trance. You've seen him do this before. Um, you open your eyes, Radnor, after a bit, and now you can clearly see the sigils on the door. Uh, they kind of glow, kind of stand out. It's just the sigil. Chains and the door itself seem non-magical. Um but there seems to be a, this is to your mind, some kind of rune of, of warding. Can I tell um, if there's a way to, to disable it? Do I, what would I know that? Um, what's your intelligence? 18. Oh uh, yeah. This isn't meant to keep people out or things out. It's meant to keep something in. You don't think you'll have any problem going through it. I will relay this to the rest of my group. Guys, this is put here to keep something in. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's good or not, but we can go in no problem. It's, it's uh, you know, but there's not something nice inside. I'll tell you that much. But um, I'm looking at these chains and, and the door, and it's, it's been there a while. I mean, it's possible whatever was behind the door is deceased. It could be worth investigating. Hmm. I have, uh, I have the tendency to believe that perhaps in our other explorations, we might come across more information. We, uh, we could always return here. It doesn't look like uh, we're in any danger of, of losing this opportunity if we come back. I agree. 
yeah i mean i can't open this door with my uh locksmithing so there's nothing more i can do here i don't mind if someone gives me a, a lift back up and i can crawl out of this place certainly radnor but before he does that will you use your uh, your focus and and just look at these the old weapon racks see if there's anything perhaps that might have remained of course and i will do i will do that um under a bit of rubble uh around one of the weapon racks there does seem to be something that gives off a very faint glow Can I, can I tell what I'll move closer? Can I tell anything about what it is, or is it one of the weapons itself? It looks like it is a spear tip. Uh, the tip itself, which is underneath just you know, just various pieces of rock and dust and an old wood that's collapsed. Um, it still actually looks surprisingly in, in decent shape. It's actually still glints a little bit. I um, looks like there's a spear here that might be magical i don't want to just go reaching my hand in uh, but i'll point it out to them if uh if someone doesn't mind perhaps we can collect it and uh further examine it once we get back to the uh the base camp and uh jazz band just so uh we're a little clear on it you think it would be pretty difficult to cut through any of those chain links but you don't think it would be as difficult to break off some of the eyelets that have been added later, like mm, good pry bar and a little bit of elbow grease. You might be able to pop off the eyelets that the chains are threaded through. Uh, I think I'm a curious enough guy to attempt that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're going to climb back up the rope, uh, get some tools then, I guess. Uh, well, I think in my backpack I have my um, locksmith's tools. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Make me a strength roll as you uh, start playing with one of the eyelets that have been attached. I rolled 10. Okay, what's your strength? Uh, 16. Oh, yeah, uh, it takes a bit of work. But the uh, the eyelets, uh, I mean, they are attached pretty well, uh, but not as as tough as being as as like getting through the chain would be. So you're actually able to break one of the eyelets off. Uh, I'm gonna put my beady little eye up to the eyelet. All right. Um, there, it, it's not. It doesn't go all the way through the rock, so you, it doesn't give you any kind of view inside the room to the other side. The eyelet was. Uh, it looks like it was. Somebody went in about three, four inches into the stone to set it in, but it didn't go clear through. What are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, uh, jazz, uh, jazz band is <laughs> over there working on that door. Jazz band. Um... I I feel this may not be the safest route to take at the moment. Would you mind terribly if we if we did perhaps learn a little bit more of the context before we attempt to go through? <laughs> uh, okay, I was just. Um, does it look like we could finish the job of these eyelets? Oh yeah, uh, if you removed half of them, it would expose one end of the door. I really want to um, 
I really want to continue with this a little bit, if you chaps don't mind, because I'm I'm making progress here. Well, let me uh, let me see then what we can do in case we need to remove ourselves from from this vault uh, after you open that door. Uh, I'm going to. You're not going to leave me here, are you? <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have you perhaps get one of the donkeys uh, and bring it over here or something we'll, we'll need to to help radnor out and i think that might take a bit of hoisting sorry uh, no no <laughs> it's 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 certainly not your fault um I, I i have a diet of berries i might be able to suggest in the long run oh yeah that sounds really great and i roll my eyes um, yeah, sure, you so, can work. As long as it has a big hunk of meat attached to it, that'd be great. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see about removing myself from the vault uh, for long enough to uh, to to set up some some ropes and uh, to bring one of the donkeys to to use to pull. Yeah, so you can uh, so that we can egress if we need to set something up to be pulled up quickly. Yeah, you can do that. Did anybody grab the spear tip? By the way. I, I certainly hope so. Well, who did? Who grabbed the spear tip? Well, I will if no one else will. I think it's all you. All right, okay. Mister. Um, after wiping the dirt off of it, yeah, it is surprisingly intact. Uh, it doesn't look like it has rusted at all. It seems to be iron, uh, but there's like an intricate silver inlay. Uh, that is just etched around it. It looks like a, a hunting scene. Men on horses blowing uh, trumpets with dog, large dogs in front of them chasing elks or some kind of uh, you know, antlered animal. Hmm. Excellent. We'll uh, perhaps when we're in in a in a safer spot, I'll do some some further testing. All right, well, you're able to set up a, a rope system with the mules that will be able to quickly, you know, grab onto a rope and have it quickly pull you up if needed. The uh, the opening that we Radner fell through originally. What's the uh, the size of the opening? It's pretty good. Um, it is. It was. It was not quite a square. You know, it, it's a rectangle, but just kind of a little short and chubby. Uh, so the door. It's it's almost like a, a six foot area. Okay. What I'm going to make two further preparations. I'm going to um, pour out a flask of oil near the animal holes. Well, the uh, the two or three foot tall holes in the opposite side of the room, and uh, and then I'll I'll position myself actually on the floor above, uh, ready to assist Radnor out by uh, hiaing the mules once he's in position. All right. You want to use a, like a full oil skin? Uh, yeah. I have marked uh, one off of my character sheet. All right, Jazzman, you're going to work on the rest of those eyelets. Is anyone going to help him? I'll help him with it. Okay. Uh, with two of you chipping at those eyelets, uh, takes maybe another half hour. Uh, you clear off one half of the door. So it's the... Uh, which side did you want to clear off? I'll let you choose the left or the right. Uh, I was thinking the right. 
Let's do it. All right, so the right end of the door is exposed. Uh, you can see the seam. Again, on this side of the door, though, there doesn't seem to be like any handhold or anything that you would use to uh, to open the door from this side. There was no hinges or anything? Not on this side. And so no keyhole, no handles. So the left... Yeah, it's very odd. Um you would suppose that the door was not meant to be used from this end. So it's starting. To, it's, it looks more like a barricade than a an actual door. If we well, it looks like a door, but it looks like one that's only meant to be to be opened from the other side. Okay. Um, I don't mind working on the left, but I presume that's going to take another half an hour or so. Um, well, uh, again, there is a seam uh, between the left and right sides, and you do have uh, a crowbar. Uh, you can try and pry it open. I'm just saying that there's no obvious way to make it easy for you to open the door from the side. <clears throat> what do you reckon, Ratnor? Should we try and open the door, or should we wait until we have some uh, fighting chaps standing by our side? Honestly, I think if we're not going to go through it right now, we shouldn't fully uncover it. There's got to be a reason why it was done up like this, and I'm not sure that it's a good thing to undo that right now. All right, I don't mind coming back with, uh, you know, we just crowbar it open if we've got uh, a couple of fighting chaps with us. Um, I'm happy enough for now to... Um, try and get back up, climb out of this pit, and see what the other guys are doing. I concur. All right. Yeah, you guys are back up top. So at this point, you've wasted a couple of hours of light uh, looking around the keep and looking around the basement. So it puts you around midday. Lunchtime! <laughs> this was in one of the the two intact towers out of the four? No, this, yes, this was uh, the lower level of one of the intact towers. Okay. So there was a second intact one. Is that where we, uh, where Jazzban had found the, the vessels? He actually found those in the ground floor of a, a broken tower. So like the top levels were broken. Okay. So there's still another intact tower we could check. Yes, there is. Let's do it. Do you uh, do you want to scout ahead, Jazzban? And then uh, if you uh, don't detect anything, I I'll be happy to be first through the breach. Yeah, I don't mind uh, cautiously walking over and looking for anything dodgy or dangerous at the entrance. All right, fair enough. Um, so this tower has a door at the bottom. The door looks like it's new. It's recently been put in. Recently as in, you know, maybe several months, maybe a year, but no more than that. Modern construction as well. Hmm. No chains or anything this time. Uh, it just looks like a regular lock or a handle. Correct. Yeah, it does have a lock. I'll have a quick... A quick gander at the lock, make sure there's nothing dodgy or dangerous, and um, if not, I'll try and open the door. 
All right. Uh, it looks fine. Uh, you pull out your tools, go to work on it. Uh, the locking mechanism has been freshly oiled. Uh, so this has been used often and recently. Uh, but it's a simple lock that you're able to pick. All right. Um, I tell the guys um, I've opened the lock. Uh, just to let you know, it looks like this door is in use and it's been used recently. Well, should we uh, identify ourselves before moving through in case this is some someone's dwelling now? Uh, I'd rather use a, a more stealthier approach. Certainly. Well, um, as long as... Uh, Keep in mind, you guys have been making a lot of noise already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had people falling through floors and <laughs> chipping away at stone doors. I don't know. It's up to who, who wants to go first. Is uh, Nesta going to go first, or I don't mind going first? I I, f I feel that me going first might be safer for all of us in case there's someone with ill intent on the other side. I I don't mind. I'll unlimber my sword and shield and. Uh, um give the uh give the door a good a good opening it actually opens uh very smoothly and very quietly hinges uh have been oiled and well maintained as well uh you look in at the flight of stairs it kind of uh goes in a spiral uh up into the tower proper let uh let me have uh um well i can see uh in the dark um certainly i i could proceed forward without any anybody bringing a lantern although i'm sure there is some light um because there are like arrow uh what are they called um slits yeah, not just slits but like murder holes i guess you would call them uh, along the tower and places where you can look out uh into the countryside so there is light coming through okay well, I uh, I'll go ahead and start uh, start up the stairs then, if if uh, if that's what we want to do. Radner, Jazzbam, does that sound right? Let's go for it. Yeah, the right, stairs I'll... are wide enough for only one person at a time. So, uh, what's your march marching order then? Who's in the lead? That'll be me, Nestor. Nestor's in the lead. Okay, who's after Nestor? I want to go last. I'll go after Nestor. Yeah, okay, I don't want to be stuck behind Radnor if we need to get down the stairs quickly. All right, Nestor, um, you make one turn around the tower as the stairs wind around the inside, and you come out mm -hmm. onto, you figure this is about the middle of the tower. There's a wooden platform here. Uh, stairs continue up further, but this looks like uh, someone has renovated it. The wooden floors have been replaced and renewed. Uh, they're actually waxed and great condition near the one large opening uh, that looks out into the countryside opposite the keep. So looking out from the keep, uh, someone has set up a spyglass on a tripod. Um, and there's, okay. I'll take a look through the spyglass, see what might, they might've been peering at. 
It, uh, yeah, it's, it's just set out uh, so that you can see the forest around you. Um, it's actually set up, like if you just look through it as it's set up, you're actually looking into the forest where the spiders were that you bypassed on your first day. Okay, so there could have been somebody who knows that we were coming then. All That's right. That's what I so, get the feeling. Uh, and this is the middle floor, and there's nothing else here the, uh, other than the... There's like a couple of uh, wooden chairs. There's a wooden table, but nothing, no kind of container, no, no closet, no shelving uh -huh. or anything like that. Everything is bare, uh, but it's all kept tidy enough that you feel people have been using this recently. Okay. If uh, there's no objections, I'll uh, I'll continue up the the next set of stairs. Then, all right. Uh, next set of stairs ends in another door, another uh, new wooden door, not locked, uh, or at least there's no lock on the outside of the door. Uh, does look like though the way uh, that it's made, it's it can be barred from the outside or the inside. The outside is not barred. So the, the metal hooks where you would drop the piece of wood are free. Okay. I, uh, I'll, I'll try to push open the door. Okay. It opens quietly. Uh, again, the hinges have been well-oiled. Uh, looks like it's a bedroom of some sort. Um, you see like uh, a camp bed has been set up in the corner. Uh, there's a couple of foot chests laying around, some candles on a table, not lit, some paperwork strewn here and there. All right, I'll uh, I'll proceed in and uh, just just take a turn around in the room, make sure nothing's lurking or or dropping from the ceiling on me, and then I'll usher up my comrades. Sure, it's a small room. Uh, this seems to be the top of the tower. Um, I will. Uh, I'll keep an eye on the door. But gentlemen, do you want to examine the contents of the room while I give us security? Uh, yeah, I was just making my, my way slowly up the stairs, and uh, the little telescope, does it look like I could unscrew it from the tripod and put it in my backpack? It's actually a very long one, so the the wooden uh, piece is about four feet long, so it, it doesn't compact. All right, I'll give that a miss, and uh, I'll head up to where the others are in the room. Okay, so what are you guys doing? Yeah, it looks like it's a, an impromptu bedroom. Uh, someone, again, it's like a camp bed, one that's meant to be able to be taken apart and put away quickly. Radnor, would you mind looking at that paperwork? See if there's any information, anything that might elucidate our find in the vault below. I will go ahead and take a look at the paperwork. All right, which languages do you speak? Um, let me see. Uh, looks like Elvish, Dwarvish, and Draconic. Okay, so other than that, the only human tongue you have is, uh, are you are you from the conquering race, or are you from the uh, the indigenous? I believe I'm from the conquering race. Okay, so you speak Thaitian in common. Uh, it is not in a language that you know then, but you've been here long enough to know that this is uh, the prevailing language of the people that live here. Seems to be some kind of missive, but uh, you are not able to read it. 
Uh, I'll tell them what I'll tell them what I know about it. Hmm. Chazban, do you speak Trolladarin? Do you read Trolladarin? Yes, I'm uh, well versed. I am a Trolladarin, a local, so to speak. Perhaps, uh, perhaps. Yeah, I'll certainly take a look at it. Uh, see if I can make anything out. Okay. Uh, it seems like it's a letter made out to someone named Coker uh, from someone named Winson. And as they refer to each other as Brother Winson and Brother Coker, you feel that this is some kind of religious order. Um, in brief, the message is something about uh, talking about His Majesty, the Heart of the Wood, and commanding this Coker person to extract his brains as soon as possible. Mm. Extract his brains? Am I reading that right? Yes. All right, I'll tell Nestor, um, I'll tell the others what I can make out. That seems rather ominous. So, does it appear that the Coker was being ordered by Winson to extract the brains of the Majesty of the Wood? That's what I can make out. Hmm. Well, perhaps uh, if we learn who the Majesty of the Wood is, we might be able to give him warning. If he was looking at the Forest of the Spiders, perhaps... Could that perhaps is there a a king spider? Maybe we should ask our our friend and guide if he's familiar enough with the spiders to know if uh, that's how they organize themselves. That sounds like a good idea. The heart of the wood. Are there any other creatures that would be known as the heart of the wood? Hmm. You are the elven friend. That's why I'm asking. Let me uh, let me think on my. Uh, is it? What's Kalari? your intelligence? Uh, uh, yeah. What's your intelligence? Fifteen. Uh, make a roll. Okay. Let me see here. Let me use the the channel for rolling. Uh, perhaps I did it wrong. Let me see here. It's the other way around. Slash R. Okay. I think I did. Uh, oh, oh, I, I, I botched that, huh? Well, I rolled a one. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, these aren't your woods. Um, uh-huh. so you're you you wouldn't you wouldn't know what else it might refer to. Well, we can we can consult with our guide, and perhaps uh, perhaps that might elucidate the find. I'd like to take a quick look at the ceiling, just to make sure there are no concealed exits or anything on the ceiling actually there is a trap door in the ceiling uh-huh. uh huh <laughs> it's not really concealed it just unless you looked up you wouldn't have really noticed uh is there a way to pull the table over and climb on top of the table and have a look at this trap door yeah sure thing uh it's not locked or anything it's just hinged uh you pop it open and you're looking outside uh it's just like a hatch on the top of the tower i'd like to go up 
just for my own curiosity's sake. I'd like to pull myself up and out onto the top. Okay. Uh, someone has installed a railing here, uh, just kind of poorly nailed it into the top of the tower uh, just to, to give a little bit more purchase up here. So you've got a great vantage point of the forest and keep around you. Uh, there's really nothing else up here, though. Uh, okay. Um, do you guys want to come up here? Just have a quick look around. Can I see uh, um, Tintertail Tower from this vantage point? Actually, you can. Uh, looking inward, uh, so in the opposite direction you guys traveled from, you can see uh, kind of growing out of all the the trees and the wood uh woodlands you can see some towers and you can see a large wall in the distance you can also see that this isn't the only keep there seems to be uh perhaps one on each corner of the castle proper so there's four more or excuse me three more keeps Uh, i just shout down hey guys i can see what I believe is Tintertail Tower from here, and there's a couple more keeps. So um, I think we're going to be here all day, to be honest, if we want to investigate everything. I uh, I don't know if we might waylay the occupant if they're expected to return, or if perhaps we should use this. This seems like a fairly secure location. Perhaps this could be our, our base camp for further explore, explorations into the tower. I also did mention there were a couple of chests in the room, just to to reiterate that. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Do we well, have I a a, a pole? Well, if anyone thought to put a pole in their inventory, I would imagine you do, but <laughs> otherwise... I did not put a pole in my inventory. No, I just rely on my... What did you want to do with the pole exactly? Well, just in case the uh, the owner of the chest has left anything unpleasant in the chest or or guarding the chest. Oh, don't worry about that. That's uh, more my field of expertise. Um, I'm going to come back down. I'll drop onto the table, get back onto the floor, and um, uh, which te- which chest? Are they the same size, same age? Yeah, same they look appearance? like travel chests. Uh, they do have, uh, they they do appear to have locks on them. Um, you know, they're they're about three foot by two foot. There's two of them. They look again. They look about the same. They're travel chests. All right, Nothing I special think, about um, them. Just wood. I just look at one, the first chest, maybe the chest on the left. Let's call it and. Um, Look for anything dodgy or dangerous. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't really notice anything. It doesn't even look like it's locked. I mean, just peering at the mechanism, uh, it seems like it's it's half cocked, like it's not been completely depressed. Uh, yeah. I'll. I'll. Um, if it doesn't look dangerous or anything, I'll. I'll open it, and right, then yeah. I'll. Um... This one seems to be. Uh, there's a couple of robes of a kind of a, a, a dark gray woolen uh, material. Uh, there's also some cloth at the very bottom that seems like it's concealing something, like it's wrapped. Uh, something is wrapped in this white cloth. I'd like to uh, un- unwrap 
whatever it is. Okay. Uh, you unwrap uh, three slender swords. Uh, they give a very uh, shiny appearance. It looks like they're either silvered or are silver. And are these short swords? Must be. And not only are they short swords, but they're uh, they're very thin blades. They look uh, very very odd. At least to your to your mind. Do they look more ceremonial than practical? Oh no, they're very sharp. Although if they are pure silver, they would be fairly soft and uh, weak. So you know you can test it, but it may just be silvered on the outside as opposed to pure silver. <laughs> uh, I just say, hey guys, look at this. We got um, one sword each. If you want one, I'm taking one. Um, certainly, I'll I'll wrap it up again and put it with the spear, spear tip I have. I don't think I can use the sword. Oh, um, we're using kind of realistic rules for this. I mean, if you if your class doesn't allow you to use a weapon, you can use the weapon. You just don't ever do more than a D4 damage with it. And if you're a spellcaster, you can't cast with it in your hand. Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, I'd carry it, but I probably won't use use it much. I'd like to look at this robe a bit more. I'd like to like pull it out and flap it open. Are there any markings on it? Does it look like a uh, religious? Any religious symbols on there or anything? It does look like uh, clergy robes that you've seen uh, around. You know various religions that you you may have skirted in your life. Uh, there's but there's no symbolism on them. Uh, there's some internal pockets uh, to hold things. Actually, these things have lots of pockets in them, but there's nothing in the pockets. Um, I'm not. Sure. Will the robe fit nicely into my backpack? Yeah. Um. It's it's altogether it's about as thick as a blanket. I'll take it. You never know. Might come in handy. I'll uh, fold it up and pop it in. Certainly made of warm material. Yeah, I'll wrap it up and put it in my backpack. And uh, I'd like to just gently prod around the bottom or the interior of the chest, make sure there's nothing else. Yeah, uh, you eyeball it. It looks like it's taking up all the room it's supposed to. You don't see uh, any trap uh, or not trap, any hidden or concealed bottom. Uh, I'd like to do the same with the other chest then. Right. So this one is locked. Um, you don't see anything uh, odd about it. You don't feel like it's trapped, but it is locked. I'll do a, a check to make sure there's nothing dodgy or dangerous. And if not, I'll get my um, locksmith tools and get to work on the lock. Okay, um, this lock is a bit more intricate. Uh, you're unable in the time that you've given it so far able to open the lock, at least without damaging it. You feel like you could open it, but you would damage the lock. Don't mean to sit on it. <laughs> I don't mean to, to break whatever's inside. Um, uh. I, I don't know. I don't mind. Um, I don't mind breaking the lock. I mean, whoever whoever's here. All right, uh, you, yeah, you grab out your crowbar and you just uh, wrench off the hinge. Uh, there's another cloak inside, uh, but at the bottom of this one is a leather and wood, eh, like a case. It's about the size of the palm of your hand. Um, 
It looks like it's a, a wooden box that's been wrapped in thick leather. I'm definitely interested in this. I'll uh, take it out, unwrap it, have a look at it. Okay, uh, inside are 10 arrow tips. They also seem to be either silvered or are silver. And so it's just the tips, just the arrow tips. Hmm. Uh, I believe Nestor has a bow and arrow. I call Nestor over. I say, hey, Nestor, check these out. What do you make of these? I, uh, I'm going to compare it to uh, the weight of one of my silver-tipped arrows. Yeah, they're pure silver. Yeah. These are... Uh, Good, good for for hunting some things that are uh, not hurt by normal weapons at times. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and do a detect uh, focus to detect magic over uh, the swords and the arrow tips and the uh, the robes, the cloak. Sure, uh, the robes actually do give off a faint bit of magic. Uh, what's your intelligence? Um, fifteen. 15. Okay. Uh, you do not believe they're enchanted, but you do believe they were in the, in the presence of enchanting. So it's, it's like a residue. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, uh, it seems like perhaps someone who has been around magic, uh, was wearing these robes. So I'm, I'm not quite sure what that might mean, but, uh, well, look, you might as well take, is there any way you can uh, fashion some arrows with these tips? Can you make use of these tips as they are? Um, I, I have a quiver of silver arrows, but what I can do is I can I can take the tips, and I'm I'm sure once we get back to the base camp, we can have a, a, a Fletcher or someone put put uh, put shafts on these. All right. Yeah, you may as well take. Um, what about the robe? I've taken one robe. Are you going to take the other robe? I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, perhaps uh, Radnor might might fit it. I'm afraid with the plate I'm wearing, the plate mail I'm wearing, it might not uh, might not be much good. You're still smaller than Radnor. Most people are. Uh, Radnor, you want to take the robe? Sure. Can I tell anything about? Has anybody looked at it to see if it's any kind of? Something magical, or if not, I will take time to do that now. I think I I was just able to find that there's sort of the the residue of enchanting, uh, that the robe itself is not magic, but perhaps was exposed to. Am I going to fit in the robe? Actually, yeah, it is. Uh, it's quite roomy. Uh, the other interesting thing, uh, if you're trying it on uh, for a fit is that there are lots of pockets and little hidden recesses on the inside. What color is it? Kind of a darkish gray. I will wear the robe. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, I take it there's not much else of interest in this room for right now. If you guys don't mind, we can head back down. That sounds reasonable to me let's do that guys give me about two minutes i'll be right back yep. all right so you're uh back downstairs um Jalsam has been minding the mules uh he looks up at you and says well uh we're getting late into the 
to the day here, we, we probably only got a good uh, four, maybe five more hours of good true light. Another couple hours of dimming light. Uh, I'm your guide for till we reach Tintagel and back. But uh, what what do you want to do for traveling? We need to get a move on if we're going to go any further. I don't much uh, like camping in these runes. Uh, I'm um, I'm I'm torn because in the back of my mind I remember these clay vessels with liquid in. Um. I just tell them, hey guys, shall we press on or do you want to check out these clay vessels or shall we leave them till, we, till we're on our way back in this direction? Um, you know, depending on what the contents are, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that the weight to worth ratio might not be important enough to, to uh, examine them now, perhaps as we're leaving. If we could take uh, take care to secure them somewhere to perhaps place them out of sight uh, to ensure that they're still there when we come back through. I'm back. Yeah, it was just a uh, some kind of liquid. I don't know. It's probably wine or something, but I didn't open them. You're more than welcome to before we leave. I'd like to open at least one. There were four in total, or I counted four. That's what I found. I'd like to at least crack one open just to uh, satisfy my curiosity before we head on. Sure, it's a it's a fragrant, almost nutty, sweet smell coming out. Uh, any of you guys want to take a sip? <laughs> um, I will. Uh, I w- I will defer to your curiosity. I'll take a sip. Well, you pour some out, and uh, before you actually drink it, you notice it, it's not—it's um, not a beverage. Uh, it's a very fine oil. It's light. Um, it still has that uh, slippery consistency to it, and it's very aromatic. Hmm. Curious. Any ideas of what this could be used for? I mean, it's, it's not a cooking oil, or it's just a more traditional oil for use on armor or weapons. Or what about our guide? Is it is this um, something that perhaps is locally produced? Uh, well, not local, but something that fine, I'd imagine. Uh, and he's looking at the robes that uh, Radnar is wearing now. It's like well, maybe it's using some kind of ritual. Some mm. kind of anointing oil. Uh, he, he actually sticks his finger in there and tastes it. It's like, mm, well, it's awfully tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the kind of oil that you would burn just to get the fragrance? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, he's going to get a little bit on the end of a rag, uh, wrap it around a piece of wood. It actually lights quite easily, uh, producing uh, a blue-white flame. Uh, and that smell intensifies, just earthy nuttiness and a little bit of sweet highlights to it. Produces very little smoke. Um, I mean, that oil uh, sounds like it could come in handy. I'd like to um, siphon some off into a little... Um, I have a water skin. I have one full... I can refill the the uh, the oil flask that I had emptied out earlier. Yeah, and yes, you can. So I'll, I'll 
uh, the vessel, by the way, is very uh, a very old style. This is not uh, this is not like a new crate that's been hidden here. I mean, this is old. Uh, the vessels are, are clay. Uh, they're made in a, a form that's not, you know, you, you've not really seen it, uh, although maybe you've seen pictures of it um, in some, some writing somewhere. Wax and corked top that you had to remove to get to it. Also very old. I look at the, uh, the silver coins that we found on the, uh, the skeletons. Was there any more marking on them that we could determine anything that either matched the sigil from the vault or uh, anything similar? Uh, not without some care and time spent on cleaning them because they really are. They, they were just bunched together in sure. the swamps for so long. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, should we press on towards the tower? Yeah, I mean, I spotted some other uh kind of towers before we would get to the main one i don't mind checking those out first um that's that's fine with me um radner any any thoughts i'm just admiring my robe <laughs> well yes let's let's press on then to the next ones that you spotted yeah let's do it let's let's round up the uh the old guy and his son and uh, get everyone together and head off. Okay. Um, giving him an idea, approximation of where the next keep is that you want to go to. So you, you guys saw it from a, a great height. So you're able to see like the tops of the towers. Um, you got to give Jalzam the directions of, of where to head. And he kind of looks up at the sunlight says, Okay. It's probably going to take us a good two, three hours to reach it. Not going to have uh, give us a lot of light. Uh, we're going to need to think about what we want to do to set up camp. Don't mind staying Should- out here with you guys. I've I've uh, been in these woods long enough. I feel safe enough. Just uh, don't really want to sleep on the grounds of of these towers. Other I than see. that, I'm still your man. Well, I'm still remembering those dire wolves. So. Um- in your experience, Jalzam, what where is the safest place to set up camp? Would it be in these ruins or up in the trees like we did the other night? I prefer sleeping in trees. And uh, as I said, I'd rather not sleep in the ruins at all. Uh, call me superstitious, but uh, you know, always give me the willies. Mm-hmm. And ha- how many hours we got until the sun sets, Jalzam? They got about four hours good light, another two waning light. We'll have full darkness within another six hours. I, I say we head off for the next four hours or so. Once the light begins to wane, we'll set up camp in some suitable trees. But for the next four hours, I'd like to try and get to these other ruins. Sure. All right. Well... Saddle up your mules, get your stuff together, we'll head out. Did we, we recovered one mule, and the other mule, mule got slaughtered by the direwolves, mm, is that right? right? So it's just the mule, <laughs> just the one. Yeah, mm. just the one. All right, let's do it, let's head off. Um, do we need a marching order, or are we just heading off into the wilderness? Just in general, who's in the middle 
who's scouting ahead, who's in the rear. I'm probably in the middle. All right. Jalzam, of course, is in the very lead, but who's next to him or just behind him? I'll I'll be next to him or, or just behind him, whatever he prefers. Yeah, last time we had Jalzan and his son. Then it was Nestor. I was behind Nestor, and then we had Ragnar in the middle and Semach picking up the rear. All right. Uh, so you press into the woods, uh, Jazan. There's not a real path, but uh, he is able to pick a way that you're able to go without having to do m- too much in the way of clearing a brush. Um, and you come upon uh, sort of a clearing. And in the middle of the clearing, you see uh, three of these giant spiders, apparently dead. And Jazam holds up his hands. He looks around before he enters the clearing. Uh, don't touch him. Uh, we'll get to blame for it if our sense on him. Can we uh, determine any uh, anything about their their injuries? Was it uh, clean cuts or any? Well, their eyes have been burned out, and it looks like the mm-hmm. top of their heads have been cracked open and brains removed. Well, that's the heart of the wood, I guess. What'd you reckon? What's that? Jazam kind of turns around suddenly. What'd you say? <clears throat> um, uh, you know, I just heard that sometimes these spiders are called the um, <clears throat> heart of the wood, maybe? No, not these spiders. One spider in particular. What do you know about that? Well, where we just were in that tower, it appears that there was perhaps... Um, some people that meant these spiders ill and that they were looking for the heart of the wood or the majesty, I think was the other word they used. Yeah. When we ran across them yesterday, they, they mentioned something about that. The king has gone missing. They offered us a, a reward of sorts. If we could find them, I promised I'd keep an eye out, but didn't commit us to anything. Well, uh, certainly. Your opinion if... is this the heart of the wood? Then this spider? These? No, no. He's twice as big as any of these. If he's gone missing, then they are, must be looking for him. Um, based on where we are and where these have been killed, that uh, that's sort of uh, a, a direction from the tower that we're traveling. I certainly, if we can do anything to have good relations with these uh, spider folk, if if their leader has gone missing and they have uh, have always acted with good intent towards you, sir, uh, perhaps we should see if we can be of some service to them. Well, if you're willing to go out of your way, yeah, I'd, I'd go a long way to cement relations and all. I didn't promise anything. I just told them I'd keep our eyes out. Uh, could you see if you, uh, with your uh, tracking ability, can see perhaps uh, where the uh, the assailants might have left this this scene of slaughter? I imagine with the amount of head cracking and brain removal, there might be some perhaps sign of gore that we could follow. Uh, looks all that was done here in the clearing, but yeah, there's a clear path that way. Any points? 
looks like it's a little off from the direction of the keep you want to go to. It looks like it's heading towards the Tintagil proper. What what do you think, Radnor? What do you think, uh, Jasmine? Uh, I kind of want to stick to the main mission for now. I don't want to go traipsing off into the darkness looking for King of the Spiders or whatever his name is. While you guys are talking, uh, you hear, uh, all of you hear kind of like a, a yipping sound. And it kind of uh, just kind of brings you up short, you know, as you're as you're just in the middle of conversation. You hear this uh, almost like, uh, well, what you guys would say is like a hyena, like a high pitched kind of uh, screamy cackle laugh, almost. I am. Um... Joseph goes for his cross uh, for his uh, for his bow. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll un- unlimber my longbow. I'll take out and my short sword. I'll take some. Does, did it hear like it was a way off in the distance, or, or was it very close by? It sounded close. Uh, those of you with any wood lore, definitely the elf that's among you. Uh, maybe some of you, uh, anyone that wasn't uh, born in a big city, will say. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the sound of a knoll uh, hunting pack. Mm. Very common in these woods. Let's uh let's perhaps see if we can retreat here. Nah, what back up the tower, do you think? Um certainly it would give us a, a defensive position. I, I don't like being caught in the open here. You're about midway. Like the distance back uh. to the keep you were from and the keep you're going to is equal. Uh so whichever which one do you want to head towards if that's your idea? I'd like to press on. I think doesn't make sense to double all the way back. Let's well, let's let's not talk any further. Let's do that. Let's press on. All right, you guys, are you doing this quickly? Or are you trying to do this quietly? Let's double time it quickly. Double, I, I'd say double time. Yeah. Okay, quickly. It sounds. Is anyone encumbered? Like, does anyone is anyone carrying more than just like their armor, weapons, and uh, a simple backpack? No, but I probably have a problem double timing it for too terribly long. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. And we have what one person in plate, right? Okay, let me mix. Yes, rules. in plate. Okay, you guys break into a run. Um, Jaws M at the lead, uh, just crashing through the forest, trying to give you as good of a path as possible, but worried more about speed than anything else. You uh, you just keep at this pace for a good ten. Uh, minutes or so before you hear in the back it seems like they found your trail uh you now hear more of that yipping almost cackly laughing sound uh and it's getting closer it seems like they found your trail can we tell roughly how many creatures how many different can we discern different cackles like two three more than five what's your uh, what's your intelligence intelligence uh 12 mm, um Half a dozen, maybe. Uh, I mean, uh, not that you speak that language, but there's the pitches are different enough. Is well, it, you're not is certain it, of that number. <laughs> we got two choices. We can either just keep going, or we can try and try and hide. What do you guys All reckon? Right. I think we should take a position and and uh, and and see what we can do. We might be able to parlay with them. I speak null. 
I mean, I come from a city, so I don't even know what we're dealing with. I sure. mean, are these things friendly, or, or what are we dealing with here? They're uh, they're they're hunters, uh, so I I think we we might be uh, you know depending on if they get a sense of we're weak or not, we might be their quarry, or perhaps uh, we might be able to negotiate with them. But uh, Radner, if uh, if things start to to go dicey. Perhaps uh, be be ready with your magic. I'll uh, I'll have I'll have my longbow out and uh, I'll try to take some cover with a tree. Sounds good. All right, so you guys take cover. Yeah, take down. Does take cover mean hiding in the bushes, or are we going to try and climb a tree? I'd like to. I don't know. Climbing a tree could be a disaster if I get surrounded. What, what's the strategy? Well, I think. Uh, you you fight best when you're fighting from surprise. So up a tree sounds like it would be pretty surprising. All right, I don't have any bows or <laughs> I just got a short sword. But climbing a tree uh, works for me. I'll, I'll climb a tree. Okay, so jazz bands in a tree. Um, I'm I'm assuming that Radnor doesn't climb very well, so you're just hidden in the bush. Yeah, I'm gonna go in a bush. If if we're like in a time crunch here, a bush is gonna be it. All right, sounds good. Um, I rolled for surprise. You guys actually got surprise on them. So you see them uh, burst out of the tree line about 50 feet away. Uh, they are hot on your trail, but they don't seem to notice that you have stopped and hidden yourself. So uh, first actions, whatever they may be, are on you. What are their numbers that we see? There are eight. Ooh. That's quite a lot. My plan is just to keep quiet until they pass i uh all right you're not gonna you're not gonna talk to me <laughs> uh you know what i'm gonna go ahead and cast sleep okay uh that's nestor yes uh so we have one person casting one person hiding what are the rest of you doing i'm stuck in the tree um watching this crazy elf go through the motions of doing some magic how about Radnar? What do, what are you doing? I'm hiding. Okay, you're gonna hide. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, let's see. What is the range on sleep? Do they have to get closer? They're fifty feet away now. I think it's got it at least by that, but I, I'll double check. Yeah, I was pretty sure the range was pretty decent. I I had it a second ago, and then I just turned the page. Let me see. I got it. Yeah, the range is two hundred and forty, so you're well within range. There we go. That sounds good. Do you want me to do the uh, 2d8? Yeah, go ahead. Let's see how many hit points you affect. Uh, Eight. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Nice. (laughs) You actually get all but two. All right. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was a surprise round. So six of them just kind of uh, drop mid-step and go into this loud snoring. The other two, at first not noticing, continue forward. You notice they are armed with a uh, spear and net uh, in either hand. Mm. So go ahead in your side roll initiative. I'll roll initiative on mine. You want to do us the honors, uh, Radnor? Oh, yep. Um, what am I rolling? A d10? D6. D6. Looks like I got a two. Okay. Uh, So they will go first with the six. So 
they are going to move. Uh, they're going to move forward. Uh, they're full. And um, let's see. Was anyone just standing out in the open? I guess. Well, the spellcaster, you didn't have to stand in the open to do it. You could have done it behind some trees. Yeah, I think I positioned myself by a by a tree is what I had said before. So I don't know how exposed that would make me, but uh, I'm I'm fine with with whatever it sounds like. I just made a wisdom check to see if they would notice you there, and they did. So uh, they're both going to hurl those spears at you. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, so uh, one hits AC7, one hits AC6. Hooray! Miss? Yeah, I'm uh, AC... Gosh, what am I? AC1. Yep, okay, sounds good. All right. So they're now within 10 feet when it becomes your guy's turn. You guys can go in any order you want. Just let me know who's what, what you're doing. This is enough for me to... Can we take these two down, or should I put them to sleep? Okay, I'll I'll yell, hold Radnar, uh, while I take a swing with a sword. Got All right, so you'll have to move up. I'd like to climb down the tree. All right, so uh, so you'll have to move to engage to get within that ten feet to swing your sword. And Jazz Bomb's climbing down the down the tree. I'm thinking maybe I could sneak up behind one of them if they're occupied. All right, so you want to uh, move and sneak while you're moving, okay? I'll roll your sneak for you. All right, Jazz, or, or Nestor, go ahead and swing. All right. Tell me what AC you hit. Uh, let's see here. Oh, did I write down my Thacko? I did. Uh, I would hit an AC 4. I rolled ah, a 15. All right, do some damage. Cool. Uh, two. Okay, uh, wounded, uh, but it's still standing and snarling at you. Uh, Jazz, you, they didn't seem to notice you moving. You're in a good position. I would like to take my short sword and, um, run it straight through one of them, run it through his back. Yeah, sure. You got surprise on them. So go ahead and let's see if you hit first. Does he get his, uh, bonus, his sneak bonus? Yeah, sure does. Cool. Do I still get a uh, strength bonus on top of that? Uh, for to hit, yes. Nice. Uh, where is it? Where's my... Oh, God, you should get like a plus six total then, huh? Yeah, I'm getting plus two for strength, and I'm trying to find my sneak. Plus four for sneak. Oh, is it? Well, there you go. Yeah, page uh, B10 if you're looking at the book. or Well, if you're looking at the TSR book. Yeah, when you're unnoticed and striking from behind, it is a plus four on the two-hit part, but not the damage part, but your damage is doubled. Nice. Twice the normal amount of damage. All right, so let me roll to hit. So I'm, I'm doing d20 to hit, yes? Mm-hmm. I rolled an eight, plus two, ten, I guess. And then plus another four. So, yeah, you made it. Hooray! And then, hooray. then roll, your, uh, roll your damage twice. Right, okay. Um, so it's D6, short sword. I got a three and a two. Okay, uh, yeah, you take one down. It uh, has just enough time to yip and bark as you <laughs> plunge your short sword into its back. All right, can I, uh, can I call for the last one to surrender? Uh, well, you've already had your action, technically. Oh, sure, sure. 
but we do have somebody who hasn't had an action yet. Uh, Rednor, there's still one standing, though wounded, but just the one. I call for him to surrender. In what language? Um, common, probably. Sure, trade? Okay. Here, let me roll his morale. Figured he'd know that. He readily drops his. Uh, he readily drops the net that he was still holding in his one hand. Good deal. All right, guys, we should try and get some information out of him, or should we subdue him first, tie him up, slap him around a bit? Let's uh, let's let's tie him up, and then let's tie up the dozing uh, companions there. How long does are they going to be sleeping? Because once they start to wake up, it could get the situation could turn against us. I think it's four well, rounds. It's quite a it's quite a amount of time. Yeah, forty minutes. I'm thinking maybe we oh, could four, disappear. Four, four rounds. Four rounds is pretty short. Is it four, four turns? turns? Four turns. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Should, that'll be plenty of time. Should we disappear with this uh, captive? We could gag him and disappear and question him a safe distance from the rest. Oh, actually, it's 4d4 turns. So, wow. Yeah, that's more than enough time. Yeah. They're not waking up, basically. I'd like to go through the pockets of the sleeping uh, guys on the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, you find some copper, uh, some silver. Uh, you do find something that's kind of interesting. It's a, a wood shellac uh, with some silver binding. It's a flute. Ooh, lovely. I'm definitely going to put that into my... It has a symbol uh, carved into it. Uh, it's either a single symbol or it's a single letter. It's not the language you know, though. Uh, all right. I say to uh, Radnor, uh, check out this symbol. Do you recognize it? What do you make of it? Well, I will take a look at it. and uh, Unless I recognize something about it right away, I'll go into my trance and see if I can see anything magical about it. While they're doing right. that, I'm I'm going to tie up all the um, all the knolls. Okay, flute is not magical, though well crafted. Uh, you don't know what the sigil is, but you feel like it. It is writing and not something uh, arcane. It's just not a language you recognize. So it's like a single letter. Gosh, knolls are tied up. Uh, the one that was still uh, conscious has been babbling at you the whole time. There was somebody that speaks knoll. Yes. I do, yes, Nestor. Okay. Um, he seems to be frightened of uh, Radnar uh, saying something about uh, what are the evil brotherhood? Uh, I thought we had a deal. We left you alone. Why are you doing this? <laughs> oh, I'm wearing a robe of the evil brotherhood. Nice. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I pull my companions to the side and I, I relay that to them and, uh, and I say, Radnar, I want you to uh, you know, act very angry and, and keep pointing at the, uh, at the knoll and uh, we're going to play good cop, bad cop. But uh, perhaps uh, speak in a language uh, that the knoll might not recognize. So, uh, also, um, Draconic, and then you just translate whatever you want to ask them. Okay. I'll just say a bunch of gibberish. But it just sounds evil and draconic. Yeah. Okay. And for my part, uh, I'm going to play act that um, 
that whatever he says is like really really frightening and uh i'll sort of turn to the knoll uh apologetically and say um uh, how dare uh he you know i'll say uh the the brother says how dare how dare you and uh don't you uh don't you know what you've done what's your charisma it's a uh, 13 uh yeah, it's babbling uh, a mixture of anger and fear at the same time. As we, we've held up our end. We catch you spiders. You've been paying us. Well, we've done nothing. We caught spiders. You haven't caught the heart. It kind of looks at you a little baffled. We caught the heart yesterday. That's, that's not what we heard from uh, Brother Coker. Are you saying, brother? Yeah, he looks baffled. It's like, you told us to catch the big one. We caught the biggest one. Well, where is he then? Because we just visited Brother Coker's stronghold. Where did you deliver him to? Ooh, um, make a roll. Uh, yeah. He's a little suspicious now that you don't know these things. Uh, this will be based on your charisma. Uh, treat your charisma as a 15. I'll give you a bonus for your for, for <laughs> Radnor yelling at Draconic in the background. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. You got a six, yeah, saw. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's like, uh, you not speak well with one another. We, we did our job. You paid us. Go talk to your other brothers. He kind of points in the direction of uh, Tintigel. Okay. I uh, I relay this to our comrades. I don't believe that leaving any of these, and I say this uh, to the side with them, leaving any of these fell creatures behind is is wise or is kind to the forest. I believe that they're all best disposed of. What language do you say that in? Uh, quietly, I say that to my comrades. In uh, I guess the only language we speak in common is common, uh, unless uh, J- Jazzband, do you speak any other languages? Oh, I'm afraid not. I'm a. I wasn't much for schooling as a young lad. Just a, just the locksmith. All right. Uh, Knowles have good ears. Um, he goes from the the, uh, like indignant yet terrified to just uh more indignant. He's like, we'll go away. We have no problem with you. <laughs> All right. You paid us to do task. We do task. You don't want us to do task. We leave. All right. I, uh, I, Radnor, what, what is your command? Let's do away with them. I have no sympathy for these creatures. All right. Very well. We shall free them. Uh, I walk up as if to cut the bindings on the knoll and I put my sword through them. I'll help with my silver dagger. You human, such bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an elf. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Never trust an elf. Ah! Uh, maybe um, we should finish off the rest then. Yeah, absolutely. Coup de gras, the other ones. Yeah, yeah, Just no get them out. They're all out. You can uh, do that. 
Now, All I've right. never really seen these, uh, what, what did you call these creatures? Knolls or something? Um, yeah, knolls. Yeah. What am I seeing as I look at them, their, their faces? Do they, I, I have some dire wolf teeth. Do these creatures have any teeth that are worth extracting? They do. I mean, they have sharp teeth, but they're not that big. I mean, they look like uh, overgrown, uh, you know, hyenas that walk on two legs. Rows of sharp teeth, but they're fairly small. I'd like to take a few, a few teeth. You know, could make a nice bracelet <laughs> or a necklace or something. <laughs> um, Jowzan, in case for whatever reason our adventuring party does not emerge from. Uh, Tentagal. I want to relay to him all the information I was able to obtain from the Knoll that uh, the Knolls were being paid by this evil brotherhood and that uh, they had captured the king and brought him to Tentagal. Jalzam actually uh, will we'll mention he's like, well, uh, we do get Knolls here quite often. They're usually not a problem. They'll sometimes trade with them. Uh, if they think they have the upper hand, yeah, they'll they'll try to slip a blade between your shoulder blades. I don't much uh, have anything to say about your choice of disposing with them. It's probably for the better. But if they were afraid enough to do work for... Uh, did he mention who they were? I, I don't... Uh, Brotherhood? Yes, I, I'm, I'm not sure we have that information yet. But uh, just in case we, we don't make it out, if you can tell your spider friends their king might have been taken to Tentagal, that would be perhaps the, the best we might be able to do if we're unable to to provide rescue ourselves. Well, if we pass any of them, I'll, I'll pass along that message. I haven't seen any except these deadens here in a while. Certainly. Should we try to press on to uh, the, the, the tower uh, jazz band? The uh, the uh, outlying fort. Uh, I'd like to. Um, I mean, we we still got a few hours left. Uh, I say keep going. Should we uh, try and hide these bodies first, or just leave them here out in the open? I say leave them where they lay. You leave them here. Predators will come by and finish them off. Spiders are poisonous. Uh, their bodies are not going to be taken by any scavengers. But these guys. Here, just uh, he goes through and starts picking off. They're they've wearing some like piecemeal armor, like bits and pieces that have been sewn and stuck together. He just kind of rips it off, uh, leaving them more exposed. It says animals will take care of them. All right, then I say press on. Press on. Yeah, doing a couple of rolls. Um, the rest of the trip is uneventful. Uh, you get to a point where you can see the tower of uh this end of the keep very much like the footprint of the last uh, it doesn't take up much area a couple of broken towers however uh this one has only one of the towers still rises above the tree level the other three seem to be shattered this one you see signs of movement already you're in the forests coming through a fairly thick amount uh so like you've had cover over the top of you by the trees um there are two men manning that standing tower both of them seem to be dressed in chain they have crossbows and you can hear them calling down into the courtyard uh to what you can only guess is some more men the gate has been repaired and is down 
and there's currently a very large wagon, uh, seems to have a broken axle or something's wrong with its wheel. And there's a few men out there working on it. The men are wearing the robes. Uh oh. <laughs> these are the same kind of robes that I'm wearing. Correct. All right. They see us then? No, they don't appear to. Uh, you are yeah. in pretty dense wood. I uh, I don't think we should go any further in this direction. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, we don't know enough to don the robes and try and bluff our way. Um, I, should we head more towards Tintagel proper? Or uh, or we could, we could ask to... Jalzan, actually. We say, hey, Jalzan, um, whispering, rather. Uh, any idea who these people are and why they're here? Have you seen them before? Last time I was through here, there were no people through here at all. I don't know who these men are, let alone what the robes represent. Those two men in the tower and chain? I think I recognize one of them. He's a local, local to the town. We thought he was dead. He went out hunting mm. uh, a year, maybe two ago, never returned. Um, he, could, he could be uh, enspelled somehow. Yeah, does maybe. he seem himself or is he... How's his demeanor? Uh, hard to tell. I mean, he's just standing there. I'd have to talk to him to know, but, uh, you know, he was always partial to coin. I don't expect if anyone offered him money to soldier, he'd take it. Mm. Not a very kind man. Perhaps not inspelled then, or inspelled by coin, perhaps. Uh, let's, uh, uh, how far are we from Tentagel proper, uh, Jowzan? Mm. We wouldn't reach it before it got dark. Then I'd suggest let's let's retreat from here and uh, and set up a, a fireless camp or or take to the trees, and uh, and reconsider our uh, our plan of action tomorrow. Is Jalzan aware of any other tree houses like the one we stayed in the first night in this area vicinity? Uh, not this not this close to Tintagel. Uh... All my hunting cabins are on the outside. As I said, I don't I don't much like coming here. Um I don't mind retreating, finding a nice comfy tree. Um I don't know what Rednor's gonna do, because I'm I'm spending the night in a tree if Jalzan thinks it's the safest option. I'll go up in a tree if I find one that I think can hold me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are gonna retreat a bit? I think so, yeah. Bill, roll a d6 for your side. It's like three. Okay, you're good. Uh, no one seems to notice uh, as you back further in. Um, so here's the question. Do you want to travel as much as you can towards Tintagel, uh, going further into the area of the, the Keeping Castle, or do you want to travel out of the bounds and go into uh, what Jawsam feels is a safer area? He'll, he'll do either one. He just doesn't want to spend the night in a ruin. Well, what do you, what do you think, Jazzban and and Radnar? Do you think we should try to uh, assail this particular group tomorrow, uh, or avoid them entirely and press on to Tentagal? I'd like to stay clear of them, or or at least tomorrow when there's a good, you know, some daylight, we could spy on them. Or but 
tonight, I just want to avoid them altogether. And Radnar? I would go with that, yeah. I mean, we can avoid them by going back to a safer area, or we could avoid them by pressing on towards Tintagel proper. Um, although, to spend the night there, it doesn't sound as though it's going to be as safe. Um, I mean, how much time, Jalzan, for us to retreat to a safe area? Uh, it'd still give us an uh, hour, hour and a half of sunlight. Uh, I think if you really want to push in, we could probably reach Tentacle uh, at the last of the light. Wouldn't leave a lot of time to scout out a safe place to stay, but uh, we could get there. I- I'm all for getting there. Otherwise, we're kind of walking forward two steps and back three. And I don't mind pressing on if we can find a safe place on the outskirts of Tintagel proper. Well, I for one err on, on the side of caution, but I will, I'll defer to the group. Radnar, do you favor one approach or the other? Let's press on. I think that uh, I'm, I'm going to trust Jazzman on this one. I will support the decision. All right. Um, so backtracking just an, enough to get away from uh, the site of the, the men in the tower, you start heading deeper towards Tintagel. Uh, so first hour, pretty uneventful. Um, you are going through some rather dense foliage until you hit what was obviously an old road. Again, you've got this, um, you know, sometime in the very distant past, someone had made a cobblestone road here quite wide. Uh, it's long since grown over to the grass, but at least it's easier to cut through. And Jalzam at this point just kind of stays on this road, uh, leading deeper into the heart of the wood. Another hour goes by, um, and now you can see that the sun is, is definitely starting to uh, go down in the sky. Um, things are getting darker because there's a lot of tree overgrowth and a canopy above you, uh, so it gets darker even sooner because of that. <clears throat> but everything seems to be okay. All right, three hours in, you are beginning to see the road, the cobblestone road is uh, is easier to walk on. It's definitely wide. Like this at one time was a very large thoroughfare that could support several carts, uh, large wagons going back and forth. It's actually surprising that any of it still left considering how old Tintagel is supposed to be, but uh, it was really well made. And uh, within another half hour, you can now see rising you know, ahead of you um, the towers, uh, the central spire of Tentacle, which seems to be mostly intact. The large walls uh, have been cracked and broken, but pieces and parts of them still jut out of the forest. And uh, at this point, Jowzam says, uh, if we're going to set up a camp, I suggest we go no further than this. Let me see if I can scout out a few trees, uh, maybe get some rope. We can, uh, we can set something up a bit safer. I, I've got to tell you, um, I've been keeping track of animal signs as we've been moving forward here. There's, there's not a lot of motion. There's not a lot of movement in the animals. Uh, it's a little disconcerting to me. This area should be, well, it should be prime hunting ground. I know there's a pond over there to the left, uh, a watering hole. And yet I'm seeing no signs of tracks the forest spins awfully quiet uh, the last couple hours. 
could mean the movement of men that typically will interrupt the wildlife. Could be that they sense something. <sighs> How's our little mule doing? Is the mule normal or skitterish? Or? It, it seems fine. Okay. Um, Jalzan, if you want to find us a spot to camp down, I'm happy with that. Uh, no fires tonight. Is that all right? You shouldn't get that cold. I think that's wise. I, I got all a right. nice robe to keep me warm. <laughs> right, Jalzam sees what he can uh, do about uh, getting something up off the ground, a bit more protected, uh, and a bit of camouflage around you. So what are the rest of you guys doing? You've got about an hour until it gets dark. Now, y- y'all are finding a tree to, to camp up in, is that right? Yeah, I guess we all get in a tree. Yeah. Yeah, do I see? I, I'm going to look for, for for one that might support me. I mean, I'm strong enough to climb. I'm just reluctant. You can. These are ancient these are ancient trees. They're thick. They're strong. Um, you know, with a little help, you can get up one. Okay, I will do that. All right. So, with uh, with an hour until uh, <laughs> no more light, is there anything you're going to do during that time while Jalzam sets things up and Radnor is helped into a tree? Uh, I was going to have a look at this flute, but the idea of blowing into a flute when we're trying to be quiet <laughs> is probably not probably not a good <laughs> idea. So, I mean, I'll just. Um, have a few rations and pick out a spot in a tree, really. Okay. Um, night now balls. we need to organize if someone's going to go on watch, don't we? Like, who's going to take the first watch? Certainly, I'll, I'll be happy to uh, to take the watch at the darkest part of the night because I have uh, the dark vision. I don't mind taking the last watch because I'm an early riser. So. Okay. Good so enough. I'll, I'll put Radner first then. All right. Uh, Radnor, roll me a d6. Five. Okay. Who's on second watch? That would be me. Roll a d6. Let's see here. Two. All right. Uh, During your watch, um, a large brown bear kind of wanders into the clearing. It stands up on its two hind legs, nose in the air start snuffling about a bit. Um, it walks around in a circle around the trees that you guys are uh, up inside. Uh, it stands up. It kind of peers into the tree line. <laughs> and it kind of sits back on its haunches for a bit. Um, this looks very odd. Uh, it just kind of sits down on its in its rear legs. And then you see the bear start to shrink starts to become smaller and smaller until there is a naked man um, <laughs> sitting on the forest floor with very long, straggly white hair, very long, straggly beard, and just interwoven in his hair is all, you know, bits of the forest, leaves, branches. His skin is just, you know, it's dirty with muck and mud. And he stands up and he looks right at you. <laughs> And uh, it tries a couple of different words. Um, which languages do you speak? Uh, I speak uh, Knoll, Goblin, Common, Elvish, Orc, Hobgoblin. And Goblin, uh, you recognize he's, he's saying the word parley. 
uh, but he's trying it in a few different languages. So I, I'll repeat uh, Parlay accepted in all the languages I know as well. And then okay. I'll, uh, I'll come down the tree. He steps back to give you, uh, uh, just to give you room. Uh, right. it's in, he's got his hands out so that you can see he's got nothing on him. Well, he's naked for one, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't have my sword or shield out. I'll, I'll have open hands as well. You bothering to wake anyone else up? Not yet. Okay. Uh, everyone who is asleep during the shift, uh, roll a D six. If you are other. If you are other than human, if you roll a one or a two, you'll wake up. Otherwise, if you roll a one, you'll wake up. I think everybody's human, though, right? Oh, I'm human. I rolled a six. I'm not getting up. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're snoring. Yeah, I rolled a three. I'm uh, dreaming of treasure. All, All right, right. So come forward. Um, and it's still in Goblin. He says, I thought I smelt elf. Corelli? Yes. You don't have the stink of evil about you. No, not evil. Uh, yes. I am a friend, and uh, I am not sure what to call you. Not sure yet if I am a friend. My name is Nestor Nettles, and my companions and I have been charged to explore the area where we believe there may be some evil afoot. Uh, we have come across a, uh, a perhaps a, a brotherhood or a religious order. Uh, we've stolen some of their robes and, uh, and killed some of their uh, knoll servants. They seem to be after something called the Heart of the Wood. Mm. Spider King. Yeah, caught him yesterday. Still alive now. That's what we hoped. We uh, we understood that they might have taken him to Tentagel, and that's we'll be, where we'll be headed in the morning. Yes, they do too much. There is evil within, and there is evil without. The evil without keeps the evil within. So, the evil within, is it, uh, is it something that's been here a long time? <laughs> the prince's they warred. They killed each other. They're cursed. And that was the fall of Tentagel, the warring princes? Many years. Many years. The evil without, is this, this, this brotherhood, those that wear the gray robes that we've stolen? They keep the princes within. They keep their curse going. So they're keeping the princes who are evil trapped. Yes. If we were to disturb them, then that would potentially release the princes to do evil themselves. Break the curse. The princes could sort out their differences. So perhaps uh, allowing the curse to be broken might restore some good to the land. Mm. It would lay the curse to rest one way or the other. It may not be good for the land. Maybe good for the land. Where do you, uh, where do you see yourself in, in this? Would the, the curse laid to rest Would that 
Would that fit with what you would see best for the land? It looks like you've lived here a very long time. Protector of these woods. It would be good if the curse were gone. Maybe not good. But perhaps something to chance. <laughs> he shrugs. Is there anything... Nature is not always good. Nature sometimes destroys. I understand. Is there anything uh, you can tell us about uh, Tentagal itself? Have you been within? No, it's forbidden. I see. Still not sure I am a friend. What is your intention? Well, if... Are the spiders, uh, are they friends to you or at least not foes? Yes, not foes. Uh, my intention is in keeping with our employment to explore. We were charged to, uh, to see what we could find and see if it might, uh, be useful to the, uh, the, the Duke who's taken power here. And if that means that freeing the spider King may help relations between the Duke and the spider people, that would be something that, uh, I would try to do. You uh, they're not trying to be quiet with their speech, so anyone who wants to be awake at this point can be. Do not meddle in politics. Uh, no king owns these woods. No king owns the soul of these woods. But it's best if all get along. It is best. Is there anything uh, you know about the, the men in the, the keep with the three broken towers? Yes, bad men. Do you know their numbers? Mm, many. Mm. Are there any other any other dangers in the immediate area we should be aware of? Mm, yes, the dead do not rest. Part of the curse. Mm. These men who keep the princes in new, younger. Sons, they do not respect the old ways. They, they delve. They release things they shouldn't. They we, they believe they can control. Older generation had more respect. Still evil, but respect. I see. Well, perhaps uh, you still don't know whether to call us friend, but if they're is anything we can do to show our our good intentions please let us know we your actions will speak more i will not help you but i will not hinder you i respect that thank you for the parlay yep and uh like in a blink of an eye you're talking to a man and now there's a brown bear standing over you again sniffs the air and uh drops to all fours and wanders into the wood. All right. If, uh, if nothing else happens on my watch, I'll make sure I, I relay that information to, uh, uh, jazz band when he takes over for me. I think anyone who wanted to be awake there was hearing this conversation, but it was done in goblin. So <laughs> let's you speak goblin. An elf and a werebear meet in the woods and speak goblin. <laughs> how cosmopolitan yeah 
All right. The rest of the night is uh, uneventful uh, morning breaks and something interesting uh, happens. Uh, something that Jose uh, uh, M points out is uh, as the sun comes up, uh, the dew, the mist uh, is being burned off from the, the grass, but it starts at the ruins of Tintigo. Um, and the mist has a, just, a. there's something wrong about it. All of you feel it. it. It's, it's, the mist is kind of this bilious, sickly green and it just feels wrong. You feel a little sick to your stomach as you see it burn off at the first, uh, rays of the light hit Tintagel. Mm. Does it look, um, unnatural? Like it could be magic based or a spell oh it definitely looks and feels unnatural well we're going to have to wait for it to is it going to dissipate before it reaches us or is it something we should be concerned about it actually seems to be dissipating burning off very quickly um and it seems to be centered around tentagel it like it doesn't extend out into the forest where you are ominous this this bodes ill yeah. Um, we can press. Well, I guess we're going to have breakfast and um, press on. What does Jalzana think about this mist? Has he seen anything like it before? Um, actually, Jalzam seems to be in a little bit of a shock as you guys are seeing this and kind of feeling sick to your stomach, Jazam just stares at it. His eyes are wide. His mouth is opened. Uh, Jazam, what's going on? You look really surprised. Um, what's happening? Uh, all right. So when you say that, are you next to him? Yeah. Okay. Roll me a d6. Just you. Uh, two. Three, um, Jalzam starts uh, as you uh, you know you question him very close to him. He jumps back, um, and you didn't even know uh, that he had these weapons on him. And suddenly, there's a short sword and a very sharp dagger in his left and right hand. Um, his eyes are still kind of glazed over, um, and he's shouting out, um, uh, "Tim, Morin, they won't get you! They won't get you!" And he attacks you. <laughs> he looks half crazed. Uh, uh -oh. Can I try and grab him and wrestle him before he starts sticking me? Well, uh, he has initiative on you, and he's, he kind of caught you by surprise. But he is swinging wildly, and I'm pretty sure I don't hit you. I don't even hit an AC of ten. So, <laughs> I'd like to tackle him. Uh, sure. It's your guy's turn. You can do that and just hit him with your bulk. Just make me, uh, yeah. Uh, just make me a combat roll. You only have to, hit, you just have to hit a 10, uh, to tackle him. And, uh, if I get to add my strength bonus. Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll allow it. So, uh, I believe that's AC. It would be 12 total, and my Thacko is 19, so that's what, AC7? Seven? seven. Yeah, okay. You hit him. Uh, yeah, you just kind of land on him. You said you were tackling him? 
Yeah, I'm going to basically, I want to knock him over and kind of sit on him and not let him like move or attack or anything. um okay so you'll have to continue this next round but right now you have you've knocked him down he's on the ground you're on top of him okay uh if you want to try and wrestle his weapons from him that'll be next round that'll be another action what are the rest of you guys doing i i will try to uh get his son's attention and say you know quick help me disarm him he's a danger uh yeah he does it yeah i'd like to grab his sword okay well, between all of you, then, you're able to basically isolate his hands and get him to give up his weapons. It takes several minutes before he calms down. Um, those of you paying attention, it's around the same time that the mist burns off completely that he comes to himself. Hmm. Evil magic is at foot. Uh, what he... When he does come to himself, he has no idea what happens, and he starts yelling at you. And you're like, get off me! What are you doing?! I well, look at the rest of these guys. What do you think? Should I get off? I, yeah. I, I think his senses seem to have returned. Let's have his son explain to him what happened. And his son says, well, uh, Daz sometimes wakes in the night screaming uh, something similar. I think, I think it had to do with the last time him and his friends went on an adventure. They, they all died. He sometimes yells something about a, a green fog. Maybe this is what he saw. Jowzan, you've seen this before then. Seen what? Get off me! Yeah, the green fog. The madness. Green fog. Uh, yeah, he just kind of quiets down. It's like green fog. Yeah, just, we're fighting. We're trying to get out. Back to back. The dead were coming for us. Army of them. The door was open. The exit was there. Sunlight was coming through. Then we saw the mist. His eyes kind of just blink again, but he shakes himself out of it. We saw the mist. And mm. that's a good time to end it. <laughs> good. Cliffhanger. All right. Man, sorry. Uh, it, it seems like uh, this group is uh, is really good uh, about avoiding nasty combats. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's BX. It's not five E. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm cool with it. I just I just feel like uh, I'm just not giving you uh, enough. Uh, well, I'm giving you opportunity mm-hmm. for action. <laughs> You're just playing. No, it no, smart. No. I, I enjoy that. Yeah, I was going to say. I think eight eight knolls would. In in my experience, is more than enough to to destroy a party. So, I am I am glad we did not have to go toe to toe with them. <laughs> Sleep spell is your friend. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Four hit points. So pretty much any fight can kill me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, as long as you guys are good with uh, with with playing it smart, uh, well, I'm I'm not going to yeah. feel bad about it. <laughs> we'll we'll go on as no, we I had a great time. Yeah, Bert, I, I'm I'm having a, an awesome time. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this for us. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I second I will, that. Uh, I think it's great. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I will post XP again uh, in this group here, and if uh, I believe everybody's signed up for the the forum site, the pro boards. Yes. Yeah, that's where I'm just doing the the recap there if anyone wants to actually do a recap uh, from the viewpoint of their character i do give xp for that uh it's a travel log sort of thing uh um, sure 
So do it from the viewpoint of your character. And we'll uh, I'll keep track of XP and the story there as well. 